Hey everyone, you're listening to episode number 105 of the Classic Gaming Podcast. Today's date is May 17th, 2018. I'm Robert Ring, and with me is Jay Totoro. Hello, friend. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, was it? My dog just tried to jump up onto a chair and made a huge noise because he didn't quite make it. Oh, Couldn't tell if the mic picked it up Just a not. good boy. They're all good boys, Robert. Yeah. He's Sorry, really, good boys and girls. He's really sad because my uh, wife went out of town. She went on a trip, like a short little vacation with um, our daughter and her and my wife's mom. They mm-hmm. just went like two hours to uh, Atlanta. Oh, and cool. they're just spending the weekend there. But he's like super sad because she's the only person that he cares about. So he's just been staring out the window all day. So I've got him like... That's really heartbreaking. It's sad. And I've got him... Um, and he like... I shut the blinds. Like I shut the shutters so he doesn't like... So he'll like do something else, but all he does yeah. is walk up. And he like pushes him open with his paw and then stares at him some more. That's what my mom's dog does. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I've got him locked back in the office with me to try to like calm him down a little bit, but I don't think he really cares too much. All he wants to do is go back up there and look out the window some more. Um, do you know Georgia is the chicken producer capital of the states? <laughs> no, I did not know that. Isn't that crazy. Yeah, I learned uh, that today. Sure. It's, I mean. Some place has to be. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Right, I guess well you're be, right. Might as well when you Georgia. write, you write. I started playing... Um, I'm not going to talk about it in the current gaming subcast because it's I'm, I've barely started, but I finally started... Uh, I, I figured this is my chance. While I have the house to myself for a few days, this is my chance to play like some console games. like Not, not, not like classic console, but like console that I have to use like our good TV for. And okay. so, finally, finally, I'm like three years late. Got started on Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, cool! How are you liking it so far? It's uh, so far, it's really fun. It's like already like way over the top. Uh, Is it all I, true? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, I didn't expect it to go so balls out so early on, mm-hmm. but it it does. And uh, it's kind of like it's it's got some really cool stuff and like some like typical like like what the hell like I've spent it probably it felt like the first two hours of the game, but I bet it was probably more like an hour or a little bit over an hour, just like escaping from a damn hospital. And I'm like, Jeez. when are we going to get to the Metal Gear Solid stuff? But, uh, but even during that stuff, there's like all this like crazy shit going on. That's like, all right. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Well, regardless, this is, this is still holding up to the Metal Gear Solid name, but uh, it's, it's really fun so far. I'll have to see, you know, I, I'm, I've like, I feel like I'm, just now like still kind of in the intro like maybe maybe just past the intro stages because i gotten past the hospital and then there's like some mission you have to do after that that's more kind of like, kind of closer to sure. what the real game is like and uh and i did that mission and then i feel like now it's kind of like about to get me a little bit more into the into like the meat of the game but i've kind of like done all the intro stuff do you i have a question this is random and then we'll start talking about games um is this a thing Tell me if this ever happens to you. When I eat pineapple, and it's not like Jesus. it's not pineapple. Where's this going? <laughs> it's not pineapple juice or anything like that. It's okay. specific. It's specifically only if I eat pineapple, it like messes up my taste buds. Okay, never mind. Good. Does that? <laughs> if you overconsume pineapples, your sperm tastes like pineapples. That's where I thought yeah, you were going. No, I know that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, I don't eat. I don't eat fruit. I'm not a. Fruit you person. don't eat fruit. I don't really like fruit. I eat a lot of vegetables. Gotta get those vitamins, son. I take multivitamins. I take vitamins. I actually get my blood work done like three every three months. My vitamins are like perfect. My okay. vitamin levels. All right. Well, as long as I drink milk, I drink milk and I eat, I have a pretty healthy diet. 
I just don't eat fruit. And fruit, I mean, there are certain things that are good for you in fruit, don't get me wrong, but generally fruit's not the best thing in the world for you. It's a ton of sugar. It's well, natural, if you, but it's yeah, if you sugar. eat a shitload, well, I mean, but still natural for it's like complex sugars, which are, it's, it's not like you're just eating candy. You're it's right, don't get me sugar. wrong, but it's, it's still, I mean, it's still sugar though. Right. You need some sugar. Yeah. I mean, I, I get sugar from other things. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't really fruit. I just, I no, I under, like I mean any like, yeah, it's not good if you eat like a shitload of like my wife actually eats too much fruit. She eats. An entire, actually. she eats an entire bag of frozen like mixed berries in a smoothie every morning, and then she eats like strawberries all day long because she cannot get enough fucking strawberries, and she eats oranges and stuff. Like eighty percent of what she eats in a day is fruit. Like that's too much. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. But I mean, like obviously, anything you can have too much of. That's better than what some people eat too much of. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But anyway, so you haven't eaten pineapple in a while, then, right? been a very long time okay when like this has happened to me before but i didn't really think about it too much until today like for some reason when i eat pineapple because i because i was eating a piece of pineapple today if i eat something shortly afterward like whatever the next thing i'm eating is it tastes extremely bland and it's not just like in comparison to the pineapple because the pineapple is so sugary or whatever it's like it actually tastes kind of bad it's really really weird and i don't know if that's a thing uh, I guess you don't know whether that's a thing either, or if that's no, just me. I have no idea. Write in about your experience eating pineapples. Mello oh, Costa I didn't know you were it Holy shit! I'm so glad I didn't say what I was going to say next. <laughs> you, did, you, you thought I was like, "Hey, this is episode number hundred five. Well, I thought like, you did the practice. intro and then like got distracted by something. <laughs> well, I did, but I'm still recording. Okay, well, that's fine. I didn't. I didn't know what I was going to say. So it works out for me. Do you have anything? Do you have anything going on? What's up with you? What's, what's going on in Jay's world? Tell, uh, tell me about Jay. What's it like to be to be Jay right now? It's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's a, I would say it's above average. No, nice. Um, no, life is good. Just very busy right now. Um, still just working a ton. Um, still waiting for Vanilla Wow. <laughs> All right. Is there any? There's no date on that. No. no. A lot of people are speculating March of next year. That's what a lot of uh, people are pointing at, but. Don't know until Blizzard says something. Um, okay. Still doing my my Pokemon run, so I'm enjoying that. The I'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Damn, you've been you're really hooked on that. It's fun, and I actually enjoy wiping and having to start over and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, okay, this time I get to do that. We'll, we'll <laughs> Anyways, um, yes, yeah, so I'm doing a decent amount of that. Uh, that's pretty much it, honestly. Sweet. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about news. Like my keyboard? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. All right, news. I only actually have one thing this time. The Neo Geo Mini. Remember we talked about this last time that SNK announced uh, that that they were gonna um, that they were coming out with something, but like they posted a picture, but it was like covered in like a blanket basically, and they weren't like and it looked yeah, it looked like some it looked like a mini type of console thing. Well, that's exactly what it was. It is the Neo Geo Mini. They've officially announced it now. It is a... But it's not like uh, the... Um, it's like actually a little tiny arcade machine. And... But you can hook it up to... Uh, it looks like you can play it... Because it has a... Well, you can definitely play it on the little tiny arcade machine itself. Or you can hook it up to a TV. It's, uh, it's a little arcade cabinet. It's got 40 games. Which is pretty sweet. Ooh. They have not announced... Of which, course not. Yeah, which games those are, but I mean, that's a pretty good number. 
uh, a 3.5 inch inch screen. I know all about that. <laughs> an HDMI uh, output, so you can, like I said, hook it up to a TV, so you don't just have to play on the little screen. And then like a headphone jack, and also two uh, support for two external controllers because. Since it's a little arcade machine, like it literally has a little joystick and buttons, but uh, it's gonna you're gonna be able to plug in controllers, so you can one not have to use the tiny little joystick, and also so you can have uh, two players because it only has like one joystick on the actual little uh, uh, arcade machine. But that's kind of sweet, I think. I it, you know it depends on what games they have, but I can't imagine. I mean, the like SNK they have a pretty awesome lineup for neo geo they've got metal slug and samurai showdown and all that kind of stuff so uh i'm expecting this to actually be kind of awesome i could be really cool if it actually pulled through and <laughs> actually became a pretty decent i'm actually kind of curious uh what the game list will be yeah i am too but i think this has a really good chance of uh being pretty awesome the uh the the description says that the little that the that the, that the, that the little uh arcade cabinet quote fits perfectly in the palm of one's hand so that makes what that seems like it's gonna be super fucking small i don't have to be i mean unless they're talking about giant hands or something i know like i don't know if that's necessarily true or if they're just kind of like say like using that as a way to say it's small but i mean they specifically say exaggerating market it yeah but then again they specifically say it fits perfectly into the palm of your hand not just like oh you can hold it in your hand you know so like (laughs) yeah that's a good point actually i mean if they say that it's it has to, in a sense. I guess. You're yeah. So that's kind of funny. I'm I'm really interested to see just how small this is. Uh, but regardless, it sounds like it's gonna be pretty sweet. Even if it is too yeah, small, you can just hook it up to your TV. So we'll see. There's no release date or any other information about it or or cost or anything like that. That's all the news. All the news that's fit to talk about. It fits in the palm of your hand. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Brought it back Do around. Better. Why don't? How many games do you have? How many games do you have to talk about this week? One and a half. All right, I want you to go first this time because I'm I'm either going to do two or three depending on how long yours is. I'll probably just do two, but um, if yours is really my, fast, I my might new do... game is pretty short, so you're, you're probably good. Here. All right, will you do um? You go ahead and go first, and I'll figure it out from there. Okay. Um, uh, would you like to me start with my new game or my repeat game? Why don't we start with the repeat? You can keep us on edge for the new one. Perfect. I like I like your spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so as kind of alluded to earlier, I guess blatantly said I wasn't alluding to it, but um, I continue <laughs> my playthrough of Pokemon Silver for I think it was GBA. Um, doing a Nuzlocke run, which again implies if your Pokemon dies, that it is dead for good. You cannot bring it back. It actually the version I'm playing removes the Pokemon from you, so you can't even rig it or cheat if you wanted to. Um, on top of that, whenever you go into a new zone, the first Pokemon you encounter is the one you must capture it, or it's the only one you can capture. You don't have to capture it. Um, there's some other little nuances like that, and it just kind of makes the game a little bit more interesting. There are some other randomizers that people do, some item randomizers, some gyms and stuff like that, but just kind of kept it simple. Um, so I've continued my playthrough. There was a lot of people were kind of that I talked to who've also done a lot of runs were kind of laughing because I was struggling with this one gym. Um, it's the second gym, I want to say, and there's just an ability that every turn it does twice as much damage as the turn prior. So if they get on a rolling streak, they, at a certain point, will just one-shot anything that comes onto the field, and it's just it's just an instant wipe. And even if you somehow manage to kill it with your last Pokemon, you're still down, you know, some critical, critical Pokemon. So um, I finally got through that one, and then I kind of steamrolled the next one. 
But the fourth one is the one that everybody said I would have issues with because of a similar mechanic. Uh, there's a Pokemon called Mutank, the cow, that's the name. And it has this ability called Rollout, which essentially does, I believe it does twice as much damage as a turn prior for up to three turns. Okay. And it just ramps up very quickly. It's a very high damage ability. Literally split it in half. It, it was crazy. So I, I have my Onyx, and I actually have him listening to me, so he's not ignoring my orders this time because I, I got him at a better level. And he is just such an animal. He's so tanky, and he does so much damage. And so I have Onyx. I have a Ghastly, which Ghastly is so broken. Ghost Pokemon are notorious for being broken in these games. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's immune to most physical attacks. It's just ridiculous. It's so unbelievably powerful. Uh, my main Pokemon is a Chikorita, which is now level two. And I'm just smashing the game right now. I'm having little resistance. I'm still trying to keep my ego deflated because I do not want to run into something stupid and get cocky. Like if I run into a wild Pokemon that hard counters something that I have, I almost had to happen to my Onyx. I was fighting a, a Wooper. It's this water type Pokemon. And he used, I think, I think it was Wooper, he used Water Gun and my Onyx almost died. And it was like half my level just because it critically struck. I was like, oh Damn. shit, okay. I was like, oh, I got to play a little more safe, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. And I don't mind wiping kind of what I was alluding to we'll talk about earlier. Um, I don't mind wiping because every time I play through it, I, I, you know, I do a random starting Pokemon. So I get to try something new. And then my first encountered Pokemon are always kind of interesting. I really wanted to get a Rattata this time. Cause I've heard they're pretty interesting. They have very high speed and agility, which is great for these types of runs because you want to strike first. Um, so I haven't gotten one yet, but you know, if I do wipe, I'm kind of excited to see if I can get one early on because they're pretty popular in the first couple zones. Um, I'm going to continue my playthrough. I mean, it's it's pretty darn fun. I may actually switch over to a different version of Pokemon at some point just because I've beat Silver before, and I kind of want to try one that I've never played before. So I've been kind of talking to my friends who are also doing similar runs to see if they'd be interested and kind of on board with it. So Nice. Maybe that in the near future. Very fun. I may start doing more randomizers of this game. I think it, I think there's some pretty cool variations you can do. I really like the idea of just having absolutely random Pokemon everywhere. It just seems like a pretty critical task. Um, yeah. Overall, still having fun with it. Going to continue to play through. Uh, more than likely, we'll beat it at some point, or at least switch over to a to a different title. So, are you pretty clo- close to being able to beat it? Do you think? Or no, I, I think I'm like half. I think I'm almost halfway. Like wow. I think I'm getting close to the halfway point. Yeah. It, the Pokemon Pokemon are pretty long games, especially. With how safe I'm playing, like I just don't take risks. You just can't. If you take a risk and it, and it falls through, you could just lose your whole file. So, <laughs> take it very, very safely. Uh, so, my other game is also it's another Game Boy, uh, Game Boy game, not a Game Boy Advance. Um, Kirby's Dreamland, the the original one. Uh, this game came out in 1992, and obviously a lot of people have played Kirby's Dreamland for the N64. I absolutely love that game. I love I love certain elements of the game um, that actually we're kind of missing in this one. Um, so. What's the major mechanic of Kirby, right? Wait, hold so, on. so this is this is which which one? Which version? Kirby Kirby's Dreamland for Game, Game Boy. Boy. Regular Game, Game, Game Boy. Boy. Okay. Right. Yeah, regular Game Boy, like OG OG yeah, Game yeah. Boy. So what's what's the main mechanic of, of Sucking. Kirby? Right. And then what does he do once he sucks? He eats. Swallows, right? Yeah, you yeah. swallow oh, right. and he you, swallows. you obtain the ability. Right. My bad. He, he he's not a spitter. Anyways. So yeah. um, Well sometimes he does. Thanks for that visualization. He spits the um, stars. He turns them into stars and spits them. Exactly. Stars. Exactly. And that's the main mechanic of this one. Uh, in the later installments of the game, you know, obviously you could find certain types of mobs and you could devour them to gain their abilities. And in certain installments of the game, you could actually combine abilities, creating some pretty interesting sort of mechanics. I mean, there was there were some secrets and, you know, there was, some, there was some cool stuff you could do with some of the advanced abilities. And I really, really enjoyed that about uh, the later versions of Kirby. This one doesn't have it. So this one, has, when you consume an enemy, you just consume it. It just dies. You can, you can uh, spit it back out like you were talking about and do, you know, shoot it as a star to do damage. But, I mean, in all honesty, you can do a puff, like, you know, just with air, and it does just as much damage in this game. 
this game is it's interesting. I I I read their views online. People really like this game. It's like it's got like four point eight out of five stars. And the wow. only thing that I really I mean, the music was good. The graphics are Game Boy, so you can't really there's not really much to talk about the graphics. Mm-hmm. But I like the what I did notice is you can see the roots for all the future titles that they built off of it. You can see where they kind of started and what it came into. And I'm like, okay, I can respect that. You know, they had the idea of Kirby being obviously be able to float. He was able to consume enemies. Obviously, at this point, he doesn't gain any abilities from it. And there were some other mechanics within the levels, like certain objects you could utilize and certain things about the levels. I don't know if you remember if you if there's certain parts you'll get to where you'll grab a star and it'll shoot you off the screen and oh, then you'll right. land somewhere else and continue the level. They they had a lot of that kind of stuff, but there were a few few elements that that were definitely missing for me, and it was not that much fun. It, I, oh, I, really? I went into it. Yeah, it's it's really simple. It's really easy to. Yeah. It's it's like it's only five levels. The levels aren't very long. <laughs> it's they're, five they're, levels. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I do remember right it. Now. I do remember it being easy, even when I was playing it at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's not a very challenging game. Like I've I walk. You have so many hit points. I think you have like six hit points at full health, and you can pretty much walk your way through most of the levels. Like it's pretty. <laughs> The first just time walk I played, past like, I mean, the five, just walk through the five bad guys. Seriously, <laughs> like, like it's so certain parts of it. I was just like, I have five health points. I'm just gonna walk my way to the end. Like, I don't even have to interact with these <laughs> things. So it's and and one of the things, a lot of the secrets are way obvious. Like, there, there's not much they can do. It's obviously there's limited graphics and limited capabilities on this on this platform. But some of the secrets, I'm like, there is no way you're gonna miss this. Like, <laughs> and it's it's like you think, oh, it's just early on in the game. Well, no, there's only five levels. So when you get to like the third level and you're still like bumping into secrets, you're like, this is, this is about it. Uh, so <laughs> there just wasn't much to it. Uh, for what it was, it's, it's, it's pretty good. The music was there, like I said. Um, you know, it just, it really didn't, didn't impress me that much. It, all it did was make me want to play the one for N64. I love that game. And the game is stupid fun. And I actually probably won't play that in the future. Huh. Yeah. So, right. so you do not gain powers in this one? No. You don't gain powers in this one. Well, sorry, you do gain powers, but they're limited. Like you'll you'll walk like kind of like a star in Mario. You can walk into certain objects that give you temporary abilities, but it's it's not it's temporary. Huh. And, and and you know, I, I like I, the idea of transitioning through levels, picking up different abilities, hmm. and you can kind of strategize to say, like, oh, this next level is really challenging. I need this this matchup or this lineup of items or excuse me, abilities in order to make it easier. This right. one's like, oh, there's a superpower, I'm gonna get it. It makes me beat the level even easier. Okay, this is fun. <laughs> But there's one that makes you invulnerable. There's one that like shoots fireballs. Um, the only thing I will say, the boss encounters were kind of fun. But once you figured out the basic mechanics, and a lot of them, you can completely avoid damage by standing in particular spots. It just made it even more boring. The bosses, wow. I think I've died once on a boss, and it was because I entered the, the fight with like one HP. <laughs> All just, five there's not much. There's you... not much redeeming from it. There, there really is. There's there's not too much to redeem from it. But again, I, I I do respect you know the roots that are there that ultimately became some of the the more the more just the better titles, I guess. Right. That's the way to put it. Yeah, I was kind of afraid of that, that that game might not hold up super yeah. fantastically. Yeah, it, and somebody might say, no, Jay, like, I played it again recently and I really enjoyed it. Great. You know, I, I, I can. there are games that I, ha- I hold in that same spot in my head, my heart, but this game just, nah, I would not play this game again. That's so funny that you don't really get powers. Like, I had... I did not remember that. I, uh, right, that's what I said. I was like, great. I'm gonna. I was. I was. What I really wanted to play is there's this old school Kirby tilt game, uh, it, and it, it's for Game Boy. And I played as a kid. And I really wanted to what play it, it again. It's like this. It's. Let me see if I, I think it's called. Like, is it like a pinball game? Tilt and tumble is what it's called. 
What's uh, what is, Kurt, is the, uh, action puzzle video game published and developed. Blah, 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 blah. It's like you Kirby is bouncing around, knocking down blocks, and you you control the platform so he doesn't fall down on the spikes. And I just remember having a lot of fun <laughs> playing this game growing up. And I was oh, it's for GBA actually. Um, yeah, so I was actually going to play this, and then I downloaded a bunch of different ROMs, and none of them would work. And I was reading some comments; people were saying it's kind of hard to find a, a good ROM of it. So. I said, screw it, I'll just play Kirby's Dreamland, and then I played the wrong Kirby's Dreamland because it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Gotcha. I bought the NES Kirby uh, a while back, but I haven't played it yet. Hmm. I wonder if it's... It's probably not much better, I bet. I, I, I was going to say, I, I imagine it's pretty similar, to be honest with you. Yeah, I bet it is. But I, I don't really know. I've never played it, so could be. Maybe it's the Maybe it's the first one where he really gets powers from people. I mean, if only you had like some sort of outlet or podcast to play and talk about it for. I know. I just. Dream, right? I know. I really need some <laughs> way to communicate with people about. I need this. somebody to love tonight, Robert. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. You're home you. alone. Got some Barry Mail going. Oh yeah. I did, I did put pants on, by the way. I'm so proud of you, Robert. I'm not wearing pants. So. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Anyways. So, uh, Pokemon Nuzlocke <laughs> and Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> Um, all right, so I've got a few games here. We'll see how long they go. I got a few games. We'll see how long they go as far as which one, how, how long I spend talking about them. Um, let's start off with Streets of Rage. Ooh, I'm excited for this. <laughs> so all the games that I have to talk about are ones, you know, I told you a friend of mine <laughs> was visiting um, a few weeks ago. And uh, he and I just like... When he was here, like he he had a couple weeks off work because he's like changing. He he got a new job, but he didn't start for a while. And you know, like I work from home, so I was able to just do whatever. So he came during the week, and we just like sat around all day and just like played video games. That was almost all we did when he was here. I uh, love those times because you, you just you realize that that is what life is for. <laughs> exactly, like for that. playing video games. Um, but yeah, that was like all we did, and so. I've got, I racked up a bunch of stuff, and like we we finished most of the stuff we played. So I racked up a bunch of stuff to talk about on the podcast, and uh, this was one of the games that I played with him was uh, Streets of Rage. Because the, the other thing I should mention is I don't get a chance to do that with my friends very often because like the friends that I have where I live now, like most of them aren't really into video games. Like the friends that I have that, that live near me, they're not real friends then, Robert. They're not real friends then. Like it's it's mostly like my friends from high school and stuff like that. That um that. Like, most of the people that I've met since I've moved to where I live now, like, they just, like, it's not, like, a video game crowd, really. So, uh, so anyway, this was really nice to, like, just be able to be like, all right, let's play some multiplayer shit. Sure. And so one of the games we played was Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage, as you probably know, is a beat-em-up. There were many different versions of it. Uh, I believe the, the main right. version was the Sega Genesis version. And That's that was... That <laughs> yeah, that was what we played, um... You know, I don't. Maybe there weren't a whole bunch of versions, but any, regardless, we played the Sega Genesis version. Uh, it came out in 1991, and uh, the, we played it on this uh, a Sega CD disc. There's a Sega. There's a on for Sega CD. There's a disc that came with uh, the Sega CD that called the Sega Classic Sega Classics Arcade Collection. And <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it's not even. It's it's got it's got four games. It's got this game in Revenge of the Shinobi, Golden Axe, and Columns. But they're not Sega CD versions of those games. They're purely the Sega Genesis versions of those games just on a Sega CD. So I don't really know what the purpose of that was. But regardless, the Sega CDs came with this disc back in the day. 
And this was the version that we played on Sega CD, but it is the exact Sega Genesis version. And so, once again, side-scrolling beat-em-up, you know, where you can, like, walk, you know, back and forth, foreground, background, all that kind of stuff. Uh, And I'm sorry to say that we were both incredibly bored playing this game. Really? Even, like, giving it the, the... not, not the benefit of the doubt. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like the old college the, try. The, the, give, even giving it the credit of like, okay, this isn't probably going to be great. You know, it, it was fun back in the day, but these types, these beat em ups don't really hold up that well. Cause you, sure. cause I told you we played, I think I talked about this one last week, uh, turtles in time. And we had a pretty yeah. fun time playing that, but streets of rage just bored the hell out of us. Both of us. Hmm. Like, we're just like, God, let's just get this over with. So that's crazy. The problem is the main problem is it was so repetitive. And again, that's a problem that all of these games have, but I felt it much more in this game than I did, for instance, on turtles in time, which, you know, it's kind of unfair because turtles in time, I feel like is the best, but this one is like, basically all the bad guys were the same, but like even some of like the bosses repeated a little bit and like there was just nothing really excited about it. like it, the graphics are fine, but like and the game looks okay, but there's nothing special about the way it looks. Whereas in turtles in time, at least you have like the cool visuals. Like you got the Ninja turtles themselves, which just look cool. And then you have like all the sci-fi stuff and then all the back in time, you know, environments and that kind of stuff. This is just like, you know, like Detroit or something what you know, like a typical <laughs> kind of like nineties depiction of a, a city that has sure. a lot of crime. And there's just nothing that fun about it. You're just walking around beating people up. The you know it controls well enough. The the bad guys are difficult enough, but it just wasn't. There wasn't you anything. Sounds so bored just talking about it. <laughs> That's we were Seriously. like this was the most bored we were the whole time he was visiting playing a video game. Jeez. There is one boss that looks like the Ultimate Warrior, which was kind of funny. <laughs> he just like runs at you. And uh, there's, like, a fat boss that, like, breathes fire on you. And, like, those were kind of cool. Oh, but, man. but like, the rest of it is just so boring. And then <laughs> it was so funny. We got, we're like, well, let's just, you know, we got in this far. Let's just, let's just beat it just so we can say we did. We got to the very end. We got to uh, what I presume is the last boss. I'm, I'm sure it was. I don't, I don't remember specifically. But, you know, it's like you get to this guy. And he's like, oh, you finally made it to me. And then he, he goes, um... But like, but he says something along the lines of, but let me ask you before we continue, would you like to be, uh, would you like to join me or would you like to be my right hand man or something like that? And we were like, yeah, let's hell yeah, let's do this. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and so we both said yes. And, or I don't know. I don't remember if we, if there was an option for both of us or just, you know, one of us picked yes, but regardless. Sure, sure, the main person. Yeah. yeah. But we said yes. And he goes, here's your reward. <laughs> and he opens up a hole in the ground and you fall through the floor and it puts you back two levels. Oh my gosh, that's that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> I know it was kind of funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> and at that point, we were just like, "Fuck this," <laughs> and we were done. That's actually really fucking funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny because you know they're not expecting anybody, at least back then, to oh, be no. like, "Yeah, let's do it." So uh, we we quit at that point. So we didn't technically finish the game because uh, we just couldn't. We like seriously looked at each other. And we we're just like, "No," and turned it off. <laughs> no. So. No. That was Streets of Rage. Um, trying to con- I'm trying to decide where to continue from here. Do a positive one, please. You want a positive one? Positive okay. All right. All right. Let's do a. Po- all right. We'll do a positive one. NHL '94. 
Didn't you play this one a long time ago on the podcast? Is this one for Sega Genesis? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this game. This one, well, specifically, uh, we played the one on Sega CD. This was also a Sega CD game that we played, but it was on Sega Genesis as well. This How is, fun is that game? This is probably the best hockey game ever made. I know, right? Thank you. Not, I love this game. Not exactly. Seriously, I freaking love this game. It's really, really good. And it's so funny because there's nothing like, there's not anything that really stands out as being like, oh, it's this thing that makes it so good. It's like mm-hmm. just all around. It's like just very well, everything is put together just perfectly, basically. I agree. <laughs> it controls well. It has a good sense of speed. It's uh, It's really like skill-based where you don't just feel like you're getting lucky anytime something good happens, whether it's, you know, you have to, you know, be careful, like the way you skate, how you're passing, you know, choosing your shots and that kind of stuff. I felt like I always had to play smart when doing this. I couldn't just rely on like, you know, getting lucky or, you know, like cheating the game mechanics, except for one thing, which is that one shot that you probably know of where if you go horizontally across the, uh, across the ring, yeah, and you and you take a yeah. shot while moving horizontally across the uh, goal. Yeah, it's basically on unblo- You know, unless there's like yeah. people standing in your way already, yeah. the goalie will almost always miss that. But it's you can't always set that up because a lot of times there will be people in the way, not not necessarily blocking the puck even, but just pl- blocking sure. you from being able to you know like skate that path. So it was funny because when we started playing, he was like. Are we going to allow the brook? And I was like, holy shit. I can't remember. I can't believe you remember what that was called. That's so funny. He literally said. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Let's let's just, maybe, let's say no, but we'll see let's what see happens. Let's see this goes. Exactly. Yeah. Of, of course, in like 45 seconds, we were all, that was all we were doing. That's so funny, of course. Um, the checking feels really good when you just like completely annihilate oh, yeah. somebody or like smash them against the wall. It's so much fun. Uh, and I constantly felt like, Anything could happen, you know, like if you, if you play right, if you play smart, then like you'll score. And if you don't, then, then, you know, you won't, you'll, you'll get checked or they'll steal the puck or whatever. Sure. Um, I, it's just like really well balanced. Everything just comes together so well in this game. Uh, it also has like a, the perfect, like classic, like video, like sports video game look to the graphics. Yeah, it does. I, oh my gosh. I love you. <laughs> this is so great. I don't. Uh, like it doesn't sound so phenomenal talking about it but right. it's like you just have to play it it's fun as hell it really is we um this just have like for anybody to come over because it's just like you said anybody can, can do it it's just fun yeah and, it, and, and it's easy to pick up also it's, it doesn't it's not like complicated to figure out like you have to play mm-hmm. smart you can't just like you know it's not easy to uh to just like beat somebody but it's easy to like understand exactly how the game works like as soon as you start playing i agree robert i'm so proud of you <laughs> i'm very happy this was definitely the game that we played the most when he was here we played this like a couple hours like both of the nights that he was here Jeez, that's awesome it was so much fun you know i was looking into it and there is a uh maybe not even that surprising really and maybe some of our listeners already know about this but uh there's a community of people that still like play this game online. They of play, like, course, there are. <laughs> they play like the like, like a ROM of it, I believe. Uh, online, they have like leagues and stuff, and like ongoing tournaments and things like that. That's awesome. If you it's a uh, NHL, if you just go to NHL94.com, 
There's like you'll you'll see like this whole community of people that that just keep up with I the game. I love the internet. <laughs> That's so amazing. Like recent topics, this is on the forum. Re- last post was 36 minutes ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's that popular. Yeah. So uh and they have a Discord server. <laughs> Everybody has a Discord server. <laughs> I love it. Uh so anyway, NHL 94 killer fucking game. You got to you got you this is like a, the sports this is a, I feel like this is a sports game that you that everybody should play. Oh yeah. All right. Who's your team? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my team. Okay, my team is the uh, Calgary Flames because they always felt a little bit faster to me than everybody else. What about you? Uh, my brother made me play the Ottawa Pigs a lot. <laughs> Ottawa Pigs? Oh, well, that's what he called them. Ottawa. Is... I forget what they actually are called in that game. <laughs> Ottawa... I was the younger brother. So Hold on, probably... NHL Ottawa. Senators? I, they're actually, they're called, I know the logo. Ottawa Senators is their current name. Is that what they always were? No, I don't think so. It's NHL 94, you said? Yeah. Let's see. I think it is the Senators. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Holy shit. Why the hell did we call them the <laughs> I think we just hate Canadians. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. Well, that's like every team. That's that's. <laughs> I, mean, I, was like, I was like six, so it was probably some, some low-key hatred from somebody in my family. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's actually kind of scary yeah but i always played the flames uh and it was funny because as soon as we started playing i was like oh yep flames are my team it didn't take me like awesome. any time whatsoever to remember that God, what a great game I, see this is what i wanted to hear you, you talk about streets of rage which you know I, I wasn't expecting too much from it but i was a little disappointed oh man you go into this and it's like all right all right <laughs> but it's only downhill from here i'm gonna be honest with you i can't think of anything else that you could have played that would Happy. No, I don't think I played anything better than this uh, okay. while he was visiting. Should I uh, should I do one more or or should I save it? I've got two Is more. A long one or a short one? Um, medium. What do you you know? What Robert? Go to your heart's content. You do what you want to do. I respect you for who you are, Robert. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it just because. Most of the other games that I'm playing right now are really long, so it might take me a while. I might need to keep this in the in the in the in the old proverbial back pocket, so to speak. Because I'm playing some of the games <laughs> that are going to take me a little while to finish. Price, so I'll, I'll hang on to this one. I've done three the past few episodes, so we'll keep it to do this time. Sorry to cock block everybody who's listening. God, Robert, way to tease the viewers. Sorry, everybody. He puts out. I promise. So we had uh, what do we have? Kirby's Dreamland. Yep. Pokemon Nuzlocke, Silver again. Yep. Streets of Rage and NHL '94. Bold, it's brash. Probably belongs in the trash. Let's be real. Nice. That was a good wrap. Oh, thanks, dog. <laughs> Top fives. Top fives. You like your new <laughs> top five theme? Yeah, I'm sure that a uh, high quality sound system is working out for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, these are top five favorite. Uh, our, our top five favorite uh, classes in RPGs. We uh, we didn't decide. This on was this. surprisingly very fun, by the way. I was like, I have oh, really? nothing for this. I'm going to be so boring. And then I'm reading through this. I'm like, oh my god, that game. Oh my god, that <laughs> game. Like, okay, this, not that game, but that class. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So I took two different approach. Like, I kind of changed my. I have a couple different like types of ways that I approach this, even within my own list. Mm. I have some classes that are very specific to certain mm-hmm. games i have some that are um very very vague 
like not even naming a specific class, but like just this type of class. And then I have like in between like classes that like many games have. Gotcha. I can I can respect that. What? How did you? Um, I tried to pick. I found the classes that I respect the most from these games, and then I tried to not pick multiple games from the same series. Excuse me, okay. multiple classes. Sorry. Okay. Basically, Which I don't think I did. Maybe. I, I leaned pretty hard into Final Fantasy on this, so I'm going to go ahead and. I tried not to. I'll be honest with you. I really tried not to. All right. Well, let's uh let's get started and see where this goes. I'm going to roll the old. Not the proverbial dice, but the literal dice. Or die, actually. All right, you go first. Uh, my number five is going to be the arithmetician. Arithmetician? Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm, arithmetician. Okay, sorry, I, th- I thought I was saying it wrong for a second. Uh, from Final Fantasy Tactics. This is going to be my only tactics one. Uh, oh, there's so many was, good ones in that, though. I know, trust me. That's, that's, uh, but this one <laughs> is, is such a unique class, and I think that it, it just... It, it's, it was such a refreshing class because, you know, you have all these classes that are focused on doing a bunch of damage with magic or using a variety of different ranged weapons or melee weapons. And you have this class that's purely based on calculations. It, it, like I saw it and in the transla- translation, the original version, it was called the calculator. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and, that was what I was about to say. That's the best thing about it is that it's yeah. called the calculator. <laughs> yeah, version. it made me laugh so hard. It just it. What is the class? Such- Why don't you tell us what the class does? So actually, I don't know the, the formulas anymore, but essentially, as the class progresses, you use different types of abilities, and the damage is based on some sort of, um, what do you call it? What's, what's the word? Some kind of, not calculation, but I guess kind of some kind of formula. Um, and it's just a very unique class, because you know they just essentially walk up to you, they hold their hands up, and some numbers pop up, and you take damage. And it, it just, it was such a such an interesting class. The first time we got it, it was actually purely by mistake. We were just leveling all the classes just to see what we could get out of it. And when we saw it, we were just like, holy shit, like that, that's such a, a unique concept. Yeah. It really is. It's cool. It it's it's cool one concept. of my favorite classes from Tactics for sure. There's so many, like you said, though. Yeah. All right. My top five. This one's a little bit boring, but but I got to stay, I got I to gotta keep it on here because it is one of my favorite is Paladin. Oh, yeah. I That was on my list. That was my number six. Oh, yeah. I love Paladins. I love the idea of hybrids. I like have Yeah, exactly. I like how they're hybrids. And I, I kind of... And they're all... They're like... Especially in games, if you're playing like a game where it's like... You don't have a party. It's like just you and you pick a class. Yeah. It's always a safe bet. Because you oh, can yeah, heal yourself. Sure. You have good you, you have good tanking ability. You can still deal, you know, a fair amount of damage. And Speaking you, my language, Robert. And all that. So... Yeah, it's it's a fun class, especially when you're getting used to a game. And like you said, I really do like the the fact that it's a hybrid and you're dealing damage, but you can also but you also get to cast spells as well. Yeah, I think Paladin was actually the last class that I I almost said majored in, but the last class I really focused <laughs> on. Uh, wow, it just it's such a fun class. Like you said, it's a it's a real safe pick. You have the ability to self heal. You usually wear heavier armor. Like it's just a it's just a well rounded hybrid class. Yeah, it's like a more defensive shaman in my, kind of my eyes. I guess that's right to put it. Sure. Cool. All right. I like it. What do you have? Um, number, four. number four. So this is not specifically. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, this is from Tactics 2. No, no. This is just a general concept. Um, my number four is a monk. I think monks in RPGs are so cool. I love the concept of not using weapons. I love that they use minimalistic armor, and most of their damage is purely just based on the fact that they're using their fists. But I, I, a lot of games, you know, obviously add abilities to it to make them even more interesting. They're usually focused on some sort of like soul or earth energy, and I don't know. I just think monks are such they're just so cool. And I do like them in, in Final Fantasies a lot of times because they're cheap as shit. Like, they don't cost equipment slots. <laughs> you just stack them up. Sure. 
Well, they, but you can usually get like uh, gauntlets though, right? Or whatever. You can in some some games. Like in Final Fantasy One, they do. Uh, to my knowledge, at, after a certain point, they use their fists for the rest of the game. Interesting. Okay, so you don't even get like yeah. gloves or something. Mm-hmm. That's funny that you say that because um, uh, Monk is always my least favorite. Really? I because I hate not being able to like give him a sweet sword and stuff like that. You know? Oh like, yeah. If I have a damage dealer, it's like I want to give him a sweet fucking sword. Like that's the whole. If point. it's a that's... solo party, by all means, I completely agree with you. But when you're we're talking about like a party, like I think it's great to have this real frugal character because then you can stack like a black mage and a red mage or something. Uh, this is all Final Fantasy One related, but. Black mages and red mages are, are very expensive. They have a lot of spells. Red mages in particular, they need strong weapons or they also need strong spells. So it's nice to have a class that's like, hey, I don't cost you shit. Like my rent is, is my cost. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I'm trying to do. I've never thought about it that way, about not having to like spend money on them. Yeah. Um, nice. But I'm playing, I'll talk about this later, but I'm playing uh, Bravely Default, I think I mentioned mm. before. And uh, Oh, really? So yeah, one of... One of the characters in my party, I'm leveling primarily as a uh, as a monk currently, just because he does so much damage. Mm. I don't really love the class, but I am. This is really the first time I've ever used a monk because I'm like, holy shit, this guy is just fucking wrecking people. So I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna let him keep doing what he's doing. But I've never done it before. Usually, I just find it boring. So I'm like, nah, I, won't. Just, I want him to have an awesome sword. <laughs> All right, number four for me. Is uh, this one? This is another one. Uh, for, this is well, another. This is my first one from from Tactics. Is the Time Mage? Oh man, I love it. <laughs> Partly because it's so, so cool, cool, and it's kind of it's it's not like super original, but it's it's original in the sense that most uh, classes like aren't like they they have skills that might speed somebody up or slow people down sure. or do whatever. But it's not usually an entire class that just does stuff I like know, that. Oh, it's so cool. And it's so powerful, too, uh, yes, in, it's particularly in tactics. I don't even remember all the spells. Maybe you can help me out here. But I know, Stop, obviously, it's slow, got haste. haste. Haste is disgusting. And their final ability, Meteor, is one of my favorite abilities ever. It's so freaking cool. Is that cool. just... A, I'm pretty sure they have Demi, too. Pretty is, sure they have Demi. Oh, do Demi they? Where, where the... Uh, where where it takes percentage. a quarter? Yeah, like a quarter. Yeah. Oh, is that Time Mage, really? Yeah, time mages are haste is disgusting in this game. Haste so is you, what I'm thinking of primarily. Yeah, haste is disgusting. Like it, it makes your character jump up on the turn order and tactics. It's critical. Slow obviously pushes somebody else down. Stop completely eliminates them. Yeah, and stop when you're stopped, you can't dodge. You you, you just get chill. Oh right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, stop it! This is getting me <laughs> tactics again. Stop. I can't yeah, stop. Time you. I'm not a time mage. Classes. Can't stop. Won't stop. Um, yeah, stop and haste are, are kind of the ones that I was thinking of, of primarily there that just yeah. do that help you out so, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's fun. Well, thankfully we picked different classes because my number three is a chronomancer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I use chronomancer because I didn't want to specify tactics. Cause I think the time age in general, the whole concept of having a, a class that's focused purely around the idea of time and utilizing it either for physical DPS or as a support class. I love it. As long as it's executed properly. I think a lot of games try to bring out this concept of like a time focused character and they botch it and they try to do some crazy stuff. But like you said, Final Fantasy Tactics does it very well. There are some other games where I've played sort of melee DPS classes that have some sort of time focused abilities that are very, very cool. I think overall, I think anything that has to do with time, if it's executed properly in RPGs, can be such a fun class. And like you said, prime example is is the time made. Yeah. So is Chronomancer, is that a generic term? Yeah, it's that... more of a generic version. Yeah, that, okay. that, that was kind of my, my 
point of saying it that way. Gotcha. What other, <clears throat> can you think of any other games off the top of your head that, that have that? Uh, let's see. What is, cause I've really only seen that. I feel like in the final fantasy games, but I, but I haven't, you know, I'm not like a, there was one in guild wars that I really enjoyed playing. Okay. Um, there was a time focus class. I can't remember the name, but it may have actually been called a chronomancer. I could be wrong, but, uh, there was one in guild wars that was really good guild wars. They did three classes very, very, very well. One of them I will not mention. Uh, one of them is the dervish and the third one is the chronomancer and all three of them were just, just really fun <laughs> classes. Like just keeps you interested the whole time. You're like, okay, I can do this. This nice. is for me. Cool. All right. Number three for me. Now this class, I feel like, well, this class is kind of known for not being particularly good at anything. You might already know what I'm going to say, but I don't actually, I know, but I know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Let me start over. This class <laughs> has a reputation for not for not being great at really anything, um, but in the few situations where I've seen it done really well, it's been really really cool. And that is the Red Mage, which oh yeah. If uh, if you're not familiar with RPGs, Red Mage is typically a class that has that does DPS like like melee DPS as well as can cast spells. They're just okay at everything. Like exactly, that, they're 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 okay at everything. They they can cast pretty good spells. They can do pretty good melee damage and that kind of stuff, yep. which kind of makes them suck a lot of the time. But two things: one is I think it's just cool, like the idea of having somebody who can do a little bit of everything, even if they're not. Yeah. Even if they don't deal a shitload of damage, like, and maybe even if they're not practical in the game, I think it's kind of cool to be like, oh, this guy can, he can wield a sword, but he can also cast some spells, you know, he can do a little bit of everything. But also, um, in the few games that I've seen really do this right, and the the main one, the, I think the first, maybe even really the only time, you know, because I'm not, again, I'm not incred- incredibly sure. versed I, in, I in RPGs, uh, they did it really well in Final Fantasy XI, because... Oh, yeah. Even though it was the same as, as always, they can, you know, cast, you know, medium damage spells. And they can do medium damage melee. They also had, like, a few spells that were just specific to them that, that were really yeah, good. that's right. That and, is right. Yeah, and they really helped the party out. So, like, I think that's the way you make a red mage good. You give them, you let them do, you know, dam- you know, some damage with spells, some damage with melee. But then give them, like, at least a few things that make them stand out and make them, like, really valuable. And I feel like that, I feel like... That's that's how you handle it, and that's how you make them a class that like is not only viable but also not not boring to play. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it, and it, it is fun. I like that they're more DPS focused. A lot of the times, they're usually they can wear decent armor, but they have powerful weapons. And mm-hmm. yeah. I primarily have built my my. I know Red Mages in Final Fantasy XI had some very support oriented abilities, but mm-hmm. in most of the RPGs I've played Red Mages as, I usually build them as like this glass cannon, just really hyper DPS class, and it's sure. so fun. Oh my gosh. It's, that's a good one. Cool. All right, number two. Um, so my number two is actually going to be Paladin, uh, but nice. I changed it the last minute. Oh, okay. I, I started a, so I'm loving on New Vanilla Server, and I told you I was leveling a Druid. I've always respected Druids. I love Druids in, oh, in that's a good in one. Me. I love them in RPGs. I love them overall. It's just, it's such a cool class. Like, you know, there's a lot of classes that have the different types of stances, like monks and warriors and all these different types of physical DPS class. Then you have these, these stances, if you will, but they're forms. And you can, you can do so many with them. You could make one that is, you know, a caster DPS one, that's a healing one, and one that's a tank. Then you could also make one that's a physical DPS, a range. You could do so many different things because it's essentially shifting into different forms. So, so and I just love... So the, sorry, point of, the point of, sorry, the point of Druid is Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that they are typically some like maybe a shapeshifter or some sort of yeah. like? They're usually hybrid built. Like they're okay. either 
they can be support oriented, but generally speaking, they're kind of a hybrid type class, and they, they just they're kind of well rounded. I mean, kind of like you're talking about the red mage. Typically, I don't imagine druids doing as much damage. If yeah, I would say pull down the damage meter, push up the support and kind of healing meter. I would say in most of my experiences playing druids. Um, but I just love it. I, I kind of like you're talking about. They're they're one of those classes that's very good for solo because they have the ability to take damage. They can heal themselves. A lot of times they have some sort of stealth form or some way to get around very quickly, maybe with high mobility. But then at the same time, you can do a completely different thing with them. Like druids have so much variance to them. And even in like Diablo 2, Diablo 2 is a great example. That type of druid, I have not seen ones like that since that game came out. But then there's the one that's in WoW, which a lot of people have done. But then you have the druid that's in, there's a druid sort of class in League of Legends which is Nidalee. And it's just like every single one of these classes is fun for a different reason, but it's the same freaking class. It's just <laughs> so cool. I just love it. I, I love hybrids. I, I, I played a hybrid the first time I played WoW and just been going in. Like, it's just so fun. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Oh, I love druids. All right. My uh, second my second one, is, or my second one, my number two, rather, is uh, not any specific class, but okay. it's, it's any... Uh, dexterity based melee class with a weapon interesting so like basically kind of like a monk with a weapon and i don't know if i necessarily see this a whole lot but i like the idea of a guy who has a sword or something of or something like that that can do a lot of damage and also uh he's not necessarily a glass cannon either like he he doesn't he doesn't have high armor like he like no shield or anything like that but that he's like Dex based, so he so he has high dodge. A lot of avoidance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's cool. I like yeah. that a lot, actually. I think it's kind of kind of like I kind of just like the idea of that in general. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, what you got? Number one. Number one. I love this class. This is the mesmer from Guild Wars. This is what I was hinting at earlier. The mesmer, mesmer. was oh mesmer. So uh, let me give you the rundown of this class. This class is. Just a piece of shit in PvP. This is the class that puts a curse on you that anytime you cast a spell, it silences you and does a shit ton of damage to you. So you throw it on a healer, they go to cast a, a critical heal on one of their tanks or something, or maybe in, the, you know, in PvP they're focusing on some other kind of class. Boom, they're silenced and they take a bunch of damage. They also have the ability to drain your mana. They also have the ability to remove your boons or buffs. They are just this dirt nasty class. The class <laughs> that at the end of a fight, you're like, God damn it, I hate this mesmer. He silenced me. He removed everything that I did and negated everything. They're just such a fun class. And then you take that class and you're like, okay, but it's not good in PvE. Hell yes, it is. It's so fun. There's just a, a good uh, sort of abilities that you can use as a Mesmer as leveling. They're not the best class at leveling, but they are super duper fun. And you can still utilize a lot of the toolkit that is there, even in a PvE setting. And I, this is from Guild Wars 1, by the way. This, this is what I'm talking about. Guild Wars 2, I didn't play a Mesmer, so I don't know how good they were. That but sounds really cool. I, I love the concept of this class. It's like a mage warlock, almost hybrid without a pet. Like, it's just... It, they, the Guild Wars did a really great job of co- coming up with unique classes and adding a, a sort of breath of fresh air to some of the classes we've seen time and time again. Right, right. This was this was definitely a win. Okay. That's awesome. I like that one. All right, my number one. I kind of I thought this would be on your. I wasn't sure, but I thought that this may be on your list. I have a lot of extras. So no. <laughs> but my number one, I, I think I think this is my number one. But um, if if not, you know, it's it's one of the other. It's my, maybe I, I may be some. I may sometimes like the uh, dex based melee attackers a little bit better than this. But for what I have in my list for number one is summoners. I just Ooh. I just really like the idea of 
calling down some huge ass monster to do damage for you, you know? Like, oh yeah, it's, it's not even you doing the damage. It's like here comes my here comes this like fucking demon flying down from the sky, and it's gonna do tons of shit for me, and I'm just gonna stand by and 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 watch it basically. I think that's really cool. I think it's really fun. I think a lot of times the, the summon like you know sp- you know I guess Final Fantasy X is like the prime example. The animations oh, yeah. are typically awesome. The summons look cool. Uh, typically they do a whole bunch of damage. I like the um. I don't like it as much when it's like Final Fantasy Tactics style, where it's basically just a spell, you know, where it like comes yeah, in like the, a one-time deal. Yeah, one-time deal, and it doesn't hang <laughs> around. I like it Final Fantasy Ten style, where it hangs, where it, where it stays there until you know, until you're done with it, or until like, it takes damage. You know, they have HP, they get their own turns, and it's not just like uh, here's a spell. You know, that's that that's we're calling that, that is you know, it's basically a spell. That that's did you that's play one of Final Fantasy Fifteen at all? No, I haven't played Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, that's the MMO, right? Fifteen? No, 14. Uh, fourteen is the MMO. Fourteen, excuse me. There's, no, there's one in fourteen that. that that's pretty cool too. It's a so I I'm, I'm gonna kind of add on to this. So I I actually really enjoy the the ones from Tactics. I think they're they're fantastic for that game because they do so much. And the best part about them is they don't punish you. So if if you you're summoning Efreet to deal damage to your opponent in Final Fantasy Tactics, there's it's notorious for hitting your own guys because if you cast black, black oh, magic right. spells and one of your units is in the area, you take damage. The summoner. Bends that rule. If he casts on top of you, it doesn't hurt your guy. But all the effects, the, the boons buff your dudes, but won't buff the enemy. Love it. I, I think it's it's like such a cool, strong balance because it's it's kind of a hard thing to get off. A lot of those summon, a lot of those summons take many turns to go through, so you have to kind of time it, or you have to CC somebody in order to keep in position. But in the ordinary, yeah, I agree with you. I love the idea of pet classes. I've loved playing hunters throughout multiple games, especially when they they are pet focused. I love the idea of microing pets and dealing, you know, that's, that's a lot of your damage is being able to micro this pet accordingly or have it tank for you or whatever it may be. I think summoners are a super cool class and it's, it's one of those classes that I would love to play in D and D at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe if we ever get a chance to play D and D again, then you can. Yeah. yeah, Robert. (laughs) 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 All right. Those are really awesome lists. That was like one of the best lists we've done in a while. So fun. I love it. (laughs) We don't have one for um, next week, unfortunately. Roberto, want, I'm disappointed. Do you, do you have any ideas, or you want to figure it out later, like we did this time? I want to figure it out later. I was gonna say I want to think about it a little bit. I don't like okay. making those ones on the fly because it could come up with something dog do. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe uh, I couldn't come up with something interesting to say fast enough. I was, I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> I got nothing. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay. Slightly disappointed. How about we talk about the emails that people have sent us between Ooh, this like episode it. and the last episode? Hopefully there's a lot of them. <clears throat> well, there's four. Okay. That's 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 an even number. There, uh, I think we caught people a little bit off guard because we recorded a, a day early this week. Oh, um, Robert, what were you thinking? What was I thinking? What were you thinking? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> we're doing a podcast. You want to come over? No, not right now. Podcast and chill. Podcast and chill. <laughs> Holy shit! That's hilarious. Applaud you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. First one comes from Amir. Amir says, 
Hey, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? You're going to make me laugh. Shut up. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's see if I can get myself together. Uh, by the way, I don't know where this came from, but I just thought of it. So why don't I just say it anyways? Um, <laughs> I've been to... <laughs> sentence is that hey, i've been feeling this way so i'm just gonna say it <laughs> there is a uh there's there's a game that i've been playing and i've i've alluded to this in the past i just want to let you know that i'm still it's still in the works uh that i'm hating worse than kingdom hearts so far oh, and interesting. i have had to take a break from it it's that bad because it's that bad and Ow. it's a multiple disc game I'm on the second disc, but I still Ooh, have quite a ways. I still have quite a ways to go. Type in the chat. Type in the chat what you think it is. I still have. Uh, I will say it's not Xenogears because I've talked about playing that. And that's oh, okay. Disc. No, it's not that. Um, okay. I, I'm still playing Xenogears as well, but this one I've had to take a break from. I will return to it eventually, and I <sighs> promise I'll talk about it one day on the podcast. Um, but I've had to give my life a break from this. From this particular That's game. That's crazy, my friend. I am so sorry to hear that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to start ranting if I talk about it now, so I won't talk about it. But it is terrible. Jeez. No, it's not what you wrote in here either. I know. Okay. Uh, I'm back to Amir's email. Amir says, hey guys, uh, here's my top five RPG classes. Since they tend to get called a variety of names depending on the game slash system, I'm being more generic in no particular order. Number one. Or <laughs> he didn't number them because he said in no particular order. The first bullet point, uh, the damage dealer, he says, fighter slash barbarian, etc. Uh, next one, the damage absorber, paladin. Some sort of tank, yep. Yep. Next one is the healer. He wrote druid priest, druid comma priest. Okay. Then uh, the magic user, wizard. And then finally... specific on his list. Yeah. And then finally, he has the thief slash assassin slash stealth slash sniper. These are kind of jelly based. Yeah, yeah, jelly based and uh, and steely stuffy based. (laughs) You know what was cool in Final Fantasy Tactics? I'm getting off topic again, but but I just remember. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's cool game overall. But um, the chemist that was a really cool class. Uh it's interesting. It's a very early game. I love that they get guns. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know, We're but like, stuck. we are going to get stuck. It my was friend. so weird how they made a uh, class just based on using items, but it was so good. It was such a powerful class. Didn't you tell me there's a strategy where you do like all chemists or something like that? Oh yeah, that's like that's a very early <laughs> game strategy. Oh yeah, for real. Anyway, sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that deviation. Uh, all right, yeah, good, good list of mirror. I feel like this this kind of covers like the basics of uh, of RPG classes: thief, damage dealer, healer, magic user, and uh, and tank. He says most other classes are derivations or combinations of these. Yeah, I think that's fairly safe to say. In single in single player RPGs, he says I tend to make that last type, i.e., stealth slash sniper builds. <laughs> Uh, game recommendation. He's got a game recommendation for us. Ooh. Bad Mojo. Have you ever guys come across this quirky PC PC game from the 90s? Uh, it's a cockroach simulator 
but really an adventure slash puzzle game with a surprisingly decent plot here. He's got a list. Interesting. I've never heard game. Of here we go. I'll show you. I'll show you. I have not ever heard of this. It looks kind of weird as fuck, but also really kind of oh, maybe whoa. interesting. Holy shit. Look at this. That's kind of freaky. What? This is kind of fucked up. There's one screenshot. He sent us the. <laughs> this um, is kind of fucked up. <laughs> he sent us the link to the Steam page, and there's one screenshot where there's a uh, there's a like counter with razor blades all laying all over it, and there's a Jeez. dead rat there, and there's a razor blade stuck through the rat's hey, neck. Stitches get stitches, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna have rat, to look into this. About this game. Inside a seedy, dilapidated bar in San Francisco, your dreams of escape are about to be realized. But remembering one last keepsake, you are suddenly seized by its magic and your transformation begins. From within the damp walls of Eddie's bar, you emerge a cockroach. Enter a world of perilous puzzles and bizarre perspectives. What you discover may shock you, which you don't may kill you. Either way, you won't come out the same person. Damn. You may not even come out a person at all. This looks really kind of neat. I have never heard of this before. All reviews, it says, are very positive. All right, I'm going to keep this pulled up. I have never heard of this. Came out in, this says 1996. I, I assume it was PC. It was originally from, yeah, PC. It is a, it's a PC game. All right, thank you, Amir, very much for letting us know about this. I, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. I'm going to keep this pulled up. I, I may got so much games that I'm playing right now, but uh, I may have to, I'll, I'll, I'm at least going to add this to my wish list because it looks really weird and I've never heard of it. Okay. Next email. This one comes from uh, chase the night cleaner. Hey, here you go. Jay, you got this. Do I? All right. Let's take a peek here. Chase says, hello, gentlemen, chase the night cleaner again, writing in to let you know, that I like what you do. Oh, thanks. Uh, not much to write about in an email today, so I'll just jump into the question of the day. If you could get a full set of one old video game magazine from the past, what game magazine would you pick and why? Uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. I'm between Nintendo Power and Game Informer. I'd probably go with Nintendo Power. Was Game Informer an actual magazine? Yeah. I thought, I so. not... yeah, yeah, we subscribed to it for a while. Really? I did not know that. We used I, to look forward to that shit every week, only... or every, every month, I think is what it was yeah, every month. Yeah. I used to love Electronic Gaming Monthly. That was the magazine for me. It was like... What was it about it? There were, I think, a couple things. One was like, I felt like the quality of the magazine, like just even just like the print quality was was a lot better than all the others. It was like, it had the, um, like a, I don't know the exact term for it, but like the magazines had like a spine. It wasn't just like stapled together, you know? You know what I'm talking about? I, I th- yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and, uh, and I feel like they had, they always had like really cool covers. They had cool art throughout. And I can't remember if it was this one or game pro that I used to really love. Uh, game pro was, was, was like the second one that I liked the most. Um, I'm not sure which one it was. One of one of one or the other had a section where people would send in art. And usually it was like, they would send in an envelope and like the art was actually on the envelope itself. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I really liked seeing the art because they had some really cool art that people send in. I loved looking at, but something about electronic gaming monthly, it just felt like it always felt like a super high quality magazine to me. 
Which one? You said Game Informer? Game Informer and Nintendo Power. I'd probably lean more towards Nintendo Power just because Nintendo Power for me was big in the mid-90s and there really wasn't much... To, the internet wasn't that big at that point, for especially for kids. So it was nice to see all the new games are coming out and all the secrets and how to beat certain bosses. Mm-hmm, yeah. There's just all this stuff that was in there that just made it super duper fun. That would super be... Even even though Electronic Gaming Monthly, even though GamePro was my second favorite magazine back in the day, probably my second choice for this now would be Nintendo Power. Because surprisingly, I never really read Nintendo Power like ever when I was younger. Wow. Um, but I think it would be really cool to go back kind of like as a, just like a historical thing to see. Oh yeah. Just to see. Oh, yeah. Just man. to see all the Nintendo stuff. Cause it's Nintendo, you know, <laughs> how, how many mistakes do you think are in those? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, maybe not many. I don't, I, I just don't really know. I don't know. True. All right. Chase says, I always enjoyed Nintendo power and game pro as a kid, but I think I would really like to see those old EGMs now. <laughs> nice. So I would totally go for the full run of EGMs. Good choice. That's- Chase. That said, I did also have a soft spot for PSM, PlayStation Magazine. I do remember that one as well. That's right. Hmm. Uh, As that magazine had some of the coolest cover art around uh, with professional comic book artists drawing their favorite video game. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Chase says, that's it for me this week. Thank you, as always, for the great section of your podcast and for being who you are. Hope you are both well and talk to you again. Cheers tonight. Chase tonight. Thank you, as always, Chase. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, we're both well, too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's super hard. Shit's good. All right, next is from Jonathan. Jonathan says, Hey, bros, I just saw your tweet and am hoping I catch you in time. I thought from last week, oh, I'm sorry, a thought from last week. I agree with Jay about the FF10 3 spinoff and how it should be made. Oh, they yeah, it should be pretty cool. They, right. had, they had teased the idea before about Auron, and I think Jekt and or... Titus's father in a prequel to the original FFX. Yeah. What they're doing is going to, it may be a good game. I could be completely wrong, but I'll be honest with you. I would much rather a prequel than what they're planning to do. I think what they're planning to do is make another mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on a second. I got a text. Okay. Uh, So you don't think it's, I mean, I don't think there's a reason to expect it to be good necessarily, but but you don't right now. You no, don't I, I, about I'll it. be honest. I don't think the story is just it's this emo. We're not going to go to it. We've talked about this before. <laughs> I just don't like the premise. I don't like games that are focused purely on children. I don't like that most of the arc is, is probably going to be related is? to people's favorite characters. Yeah, it's it's Aaron's daughter with I forget who the, the, the other child is. It's a gentleman. I don't know what, who he is or who he's related to. I forget. But it's this really emo girl who's you know very famous because her dad was Aaron and it just does not seem like a good setup. It seems like the typical high school anime. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like, I feel like you guys had tons of options to do many different things and you took the easiest route. It could be a great game. I could be completely wrong, but I'm, I don't have high hopes. How how long, when did they start talking about this game? Cause I still have not heard anything about it. Less than a year ago. To my knowledge, let's see Final Fantasy 10 dash. I mean, they, they, it was this book that came out that really triggered it. Um, oh what's it called? It's this book that talks about it. And, and then they released this teaser in the most recent installment of Final Fantasy X that they released. And uh, who cares? Yeah, that's enough. It might be great. I could be wrong again, but I. All right. Jonathan says another thought I had and would love to see fleshed out was teased uh, out was teased in Chrono Trigger. It would be, mm. excuse me. It would be fun to play as Magus Magus. Is it Magus? I, think it's Mag- I say Magus. M-A-G-U-S. I'm going to say Magus. You can say Magus. You can say Magus. It doesn't matter. 
It would be fun to play as Magus as he travels through time to confront Lavos and save Shala. Again, if they execute it properly, what we were talking about earlier with with time, it, if it's executed properly, which in the past they have definitely done, so I would have no doubt in their abilities. Yeah, that's a good one though. He says, "Um, catching up. You guys seem to be kicking out episodes faster than ever. That, or I'm too busy to Wait. keep up. No, I think. I mean, we've been going the same we're schedule. Consistent. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, maybe that's it. We're cons- well, not well, not, no, not even because there were been. I don't think we've. I mean, we've been fairly consistent, but there were." Maybe, you know, maybe we have been, I guess. I don't know. I'm happy where we are. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like two weeks is what we've been aiming for the whole time, and that's typically what we do, and I feel like that's the perfect amount. Yeah, if we can actually execute it consistently. I think that's the key. Yeah. Um, He says that, or I'm just too busy to keep up. Yeah, I think that's it, because we've mostly been sticking to two weeks. Uh, the day I graduated from grad school, I got a job with Cubic. I'm now working full-time as an instructional systems designer and I'm helping build immersive virtual environments to assist train the Navy. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's some serious business. That's that's pretty awesome. Nice. Congrats on, on the new job, Jonathan. That's fucking yeah, killer. Absolutely. So basically, he's making like video games. Am I right? He's living the dream. Everybody get him. <laughs> Everybody get him. <laughs> I plus one plus one damage. Let's get him. Uh, for this top five, I initially wanted to create two lists, but I'll spare you. I often, I think that often, yeah, come on, do give us your two lists. I think that often you are presented with different choices based on the game you are playing. To unpack this, if I am playing a game where I can choose a fighter, wizard, rogue, or some assortment of that, then my top yep. five fighters would be more melee based and strength dependent. Fighters, paladins, monks, etc. This is likely because I am a 6'6", 330 pounds, and would look silly with a bow. <laughs> That's dope. I am, <laughs> I am a tank and get bored otherwise. <laughs> uh, however, if the game is more FF tactics and you get to choose from an assortment of classes... I love how this is the default for everybody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, back to Final Fantasy Tactics. Like everybody went back to Tactics. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, honestly, they did the classes best. I don't, I don't know. I mean, can you think? Of a, do you know of a game? I mean, you know better than me. Do you know of a game that handled classes better than that game? I think there are other games that do certain classes better, but I think Tactics had a pretty good balance. And, and what I love about Tactics is as you progress through the classes, it's they're interest, all interesting for different aspects. And I'm excited throughout that entire game to develop my character because, you know, it, it's the tree, right? So if you level one class, it opens up further classes. Right. But if you go one route, you only get certain classes. I love that aspect of it. It's just... So. That's a lot how... And I'll talk about this in a little bit. Um, Bravely Default is very yeah. similar in, in the way it does classes. Um, okay, let's see. Where did I, where did we, where we go? I lost it. Oh, okay. However, if the game is more FF tactics and you get to choose from an assortment of classes and change them, then my list is different. I like this idea better. So for my top five, I am doing jobs more than classes. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, number five, summoner. Summoner, <laughs> <laughs> summoners are badass. The ability to conjure beasts and command them to do your bidding is one of the coolest ideas I can think of. Yeah, that's you exactly, send this email in. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Number four, Dragoon. The jump. Ooh. That's a good one. The jump. So, Jake, do you know what? Can you characterize a typical Dragoon for us? What does this class typically mean? Do you? Let's do you use know? tactics as an example since we haven't done that yet. Final Fantasy right. tactics. 
in general, when you're doing, using melee abilities, you can attack the person that's that's uh, adjacent to you, correct? In, dragoons have a polearm, so they are, they can hit two spaces, which is very unique to their class. I, to my knowledge, I don't believe there's a second class that can do it. And the other ability they have is jump. They can jump up to the air and land on enemies, and they do a butt ton of damage. And while they're in the air, they can't be targeted, which is super cool. Right. Um, in other games, in like Final Fantasy games, other Final Fantasy games, they've been primarily focused on doing like bruiser slash tank rolls. He says the jump ability alone is amazing. There you go. <laughs> Your character. One of my favorite parts about it. Your character gets to leave the field for a turn, avoiding damage and status effects, and then does a critical physical attack to the enemy. Oh, and did I mention they can fly dragons? Because they can totally fly fucking dragons. <laughs> that's that's sick. How did I? That's the name Dragoon. <laughs> is that like how you can like get pets or whatever like how you can ride chocobos like they can do it on dragons is that kind of how that works it's, it's possible i'm not sure actually i, I don't okay with that. all right number three monk monks <laughs> are generally very strong physical attackers with high defense they train their bodies against extremes to become one with themselves while they usually can't equip weapons weapons they rarely need to their strength matches yep. if not exceeds the attack power of other characters with weapons Oh, and they can also heal themselves, which is kind of important. Yeah, and that's the, true. They usually have, that's what I was talking about, like the, the spirit type of energy. A lot of them have like chakra-based abilities where they convert. Right, right. Um, they can convert energy into healing. It's usually self-healing. I still just wish they could have a weapon. In, in Dungeon Crawl Stone Soup, there's a class called Scald, S-K-A-L-D. And they okay. are... Um, Kind of like monks with weapons. They, uh, it's kind of like a cross between a monk that's kind of ironic. and a, uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's the point. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's, they have, they, they equip weapons and they have spells that like make themselves stronger, but they don't, they're not like tanks. It's not like a paladin where it's, where they're like a tank. They just like, they don't, they, t- they, they don't really wear armor or I think they can wear light armor and that's it. But, uh, you, yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Usually they wear like leather. Yeah. You equip, um, you you cast spells on yourself to like make yourself to, to like raise your damage basically. Boons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two red mage. I'm surprised <laughs> to see this on it's like a mixture of list. our lists. I know. <laughs> I like casting spells. He says I really do, but I like swinging swords even more. Wait, you're telling me I can do both? In RPGs, the hardest part of the mage classes is that they are highly susceptible to damage and can't wear much armor. Add to yep. that that the best spells don't come until later. Well, the Red Mage eliminates this by equipping armor and weapons like a normal fighter and still using magic at will. They may not be able to cast Ultima or Meteor, but they will last in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, they usually fall off towards the later stages of the game and they can't use like every single type of weapon or, or spell. That, like we said, they're kind of good at everything. Right. And number one, he says Knight. Sure, hmm. it's not exotic as it could be, uh, but there is something special about being a powerhouse with morals. I, d- I do agree on this. I think knights are a cool class also. Yeah, your, your, your job is usually to protect something or someone important, and you have all you need to do so. You also usually get some kick-ass armor and weapons and have a ton of health. I should mention that if your class gets another word added to it, then you are even more of a badass. <laughs> Holy Knight, Death Knight, Chaos Knight, Rune Knight, Knight etc., then you often get spells to go with your destruction and have a vengeance that few people can stand in front of. That's, That's a, a really good one. <clears throat> I, 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 I probably should have had this on my list because I like knights as well because kind of, he, he, he mentioned this also, 
Like, you get to equip them with cool stuff. They get to have, like, really cool-looking armor. They get to have cool-looking yeah. shields. They get to have cool-looking swords. Uh, the knights are, are even though it's, like, kind of really the most generic class, they're also, they're, they're still really cool, I think. All right. Thank you so much, Jonathan. That was a good one. Last one comes from Ryan. Here you go, Jay. Did you say Ryan? Ryan. Kind of like Brian, but without the without the B, and then if you add oh, an Brian. F, if you add an F to the beginning and then take away the F. Wow, that's an interesting thought, Robert. Yeah, I want to kick your butt twice as hard. <laughs> I haven't heard the phrase "kick your butt" in so, in a very long time. It's from it's from Marketing Hunger Force. Kick All your right. butt. I don't, think says, kick, I don't think kick the phrase kick your butt originated with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I'm just going to say. Oh, no, but that, that quote I said is exactly from Aqua Teen. Oh, that specific quote. Actually, I'm sorry. That's from SpongeBob. What the hell am I talking about? You know what I watched recently? Um, The Rick and Morty episode where... Dude, 70 episodes. <laughs> I heard about that. I read that. Um, But I just watched the one where they um like detoxify themselves. Oh, yeah. And like... Um, Morty becomes like a freaking like stud because yep. like all the bad parts of him go away. <laughs> I love it. it that good. show is on another level. Anyways, um, back to Ryan's email. Oh, Ryan says, I mean, yay. The podcast. What's going on? Uh, I said all at first because I, because you're like, let's not talk about what you're saying. Let's talk about what Ryan's saying. So I said, oh, yeah, then I was like, oh no, this is good that we're talking about Ryan's email. So then I said, yay after that. All right, Ryan says, hope the podcast has gone well so far. I look forward to listening to it next week. And to see if Robert found a way to get Honey Pop mentioned again in the podcast. No, mm, thanks, Ryan. Here I we go. I said that. I got some... I got some... I have some breaking Honey Pop news, as a matter of Anyways, fact. Anyways, he says, pretty sure I that really game do. somehow has gotten into... Oh, my God. On Twitter. No, I'm not joking. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the Twitter page so I can uh, read exactly gosh. what he said. This is four. This is four hours ago. Important notice: I've received an email from Valve. This is this is the Honey uh, Pop developer. I've received an email from Valve stating that Honey Pop violates the rules and guidelines for pornographic content on Steam and Thank will God. and will be removed from the store unless the game is updated to remove said content. Next tweet, he says, "I am following up with Valve to resolve the issue in the best way possible. I will keep you guys posted." And then he says, oh, and then he kind of says something random, responding to somebody else. Uh, so apparently Steam is like, come down on, come down on Honey Pop. Good. This is not good. Hey, it's still on GOG. You can get it on GOG. Anyways, moving don't, on. Make sure that you download the, uh, the, the uncensored patch to make it the uncensored version. Anyways. Ryan goes on to say, all you have sure to do game... is make a file named a certain thing, even if it's Robert, a blank file, and put it in your directory. You? What is wrong with you, my friend? He's working on Honey Pop 2, also, by the way. Anyways, pretty sure uh, that game somehow has gotten into the podcast every time since episode 100. Yeah, thanks, Ryan, for that. We were doing perfect. That way. We were doing pretty darn good there. We were O for however many, however many minutes we've been going. Um, Ryan goes on to say I'm sitting in the Atlanta airport waiting to board my flight so I can fly to Kuwait for the next week Um, I'll be there just long enough screw that's how you spell it correct yeah that's Kuwait correct no that's that's right I'm just saying like wow that's crazy I know Uh, I'll be there just long enough to screw up my sleep cycle hooray (laughs) and thank you army yeah of course (laughs) 
makes sense. I haven't gotten, I haven't had too much time to play the past couple weeks. I played a little bit of Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch. My kids, uh, my, my kids bought last month. Oh my god, that game is amazing. Oh, I'm enjoying good. it a ton. I'm probably also super annoying. I'm also super annoying. Nope. Super enjoying it. Thank you, Robert. I was like, <laughs> super enjoying it because it is my first 3D Mario game. Ooh, I passed on the wow. N64 in the night. Wow, you passed on N64 Mario. Tisk tisk. Um, I passed on the N64 in the 90s because all the good RPGs went to PlayStation. But if it, but if Mario 64 is as good as Odyssey, I might have to play. Yeah, oh, it's not. It is so good. It's really good. It is not as good as Odyssey, though. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. But it is really good. Uh, not sure how much you guys watch speed game stuff, but RPG Limit Break has been going on this week and will conclude on Sunday. Hmm. I've seen some interesting games that that might that I might have to try. Crusader of Senti on the Genesis was really cool to watch. It's basically a Zelda-style game that utilizes the power of animal friendship. As you proceed in, in your quest, you pick up animal allies that you can have to... Excuse me. That you can have to act activate anytime, and it gives you a boost to powers. Okay, tired of typing with my thumbs on my phone screen. Here's my top five. <laughs> Number five, Summoner. Nice. Something about having creatures doing your bidding, so you don't. Have <laughs> is appealing. It's funny. We all had the same reason for why Summoner is cool. Yep. Number four, Fencer. Never really played this one, but I like how the class gets depicted. I mean, who doesn't love? Uh, ooh. Inigo Montoya from Princess... Oh, yeah. I was like, I recognize that name. Uh, from Princess Bride. Um, you want to say that, Robert? I think you could do the accent better than me. No, I cannot do accents. Oh, come on, Robert. You're killing me. I don't even know the accent. I can't I can't really remember how Oh, you've never seen this movie before? I have trying, seen trying, it, yeah. but like I didn't really love it like everybody else does. So I don't. I didn't really remember. Well, I'll get Lisa to do it. Lisa, can you do the famous quote from I Princess Bride? Heard, never. Yeah. I'm going to mute do my it. mic for a sec. Don't mute it. Why'd you just mute this? Uh, I was trying to get Lisa to do it. I was trying to read her the script. No, I do it in unmuted, though. Oh, no, no. I was reading it to her. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so the quote is, hello, is my she... name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to is die. Gonna I'm not going to try to do it, but it's a very famous quote from the movie. It's like probably the most quotable thing. Um, do it Number in, three, uh... Claire. Never mind. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> number three, Cleric. Uh, nobody generally generally wants to play the Cleric. I will always play the Cleric. Get out is this is a white so mage, basically? Say it again. Is it basically white mage? Yeah, it's just a healing focus class. It's just usually very healing focus class. Um, Nobody wants to play the cleric, so if you're willing, you can always find a D&D group to take you in. Even though they generally suck in most video games, unless you want to grind levels forever, they are a necessary evil. I will say leveling generically is pretty challenging on uh, clerics. It's kind of slow. (laughs) Number two, Robert, Paladin. I really enjoyed uh, role-playing a lawful good paladin in D&D, forcing my party to figure out how to keep me from answering questions truthfully while they were trying to sneak around has always been fun. One group took took to burying my paladin in the straw of a cart they purchased so no one would know I was there to talk to me. That's hilarious. That's awesome. And number one, monk. What is up with you people and monks? They're so boring. I love monks. No, get out of here. Get out of here. They don't even get a weapon. Their weapon is their fist, Robert. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Fists number one. Not look oh, sorry, awesome. me, I already read the number. Uh, maybe it's because I wrestled in high school or the fact that I'm finishing up my black belt in Taekwondo, but right. I love the hand-to-hand classes, getting up close and personal. Now, if only RP- in RPGs, they actually develop the character of monks. For instance, Yang in Final Fantasy IV was fairly powerful, but lame character. With that, it's time for me to catch my plane. See you guys in two weeks, Brian. <sighs> Solid. What are you so upset about? I'm upset about everybody liking monks so much. Get out of here. Well, uh, that's the last email. 
Oh, hold on. I, I have another update on Honey Pop. Oh my God, we're not doing this, Robert. Uh, he says, it appears we are not the only ones to receive this notice from Valve today. So it's like Valve is cracking down. Wow, so, so both of you did. <laughs> so two people in the entire universe received that email. That's interesting. One other person said, we've just received some troubling news today. I don't. Right. This is Loopysoft. I don't know what game they made, but they say, we've just received some troubling news today that Steam has decided to pull down our titled Mutiny within two weeks for, rep- quote, reports of pornographic content. Now, those of you who know Loopysoft know that we don't put that on Steam or advertise that content on Steam. Yeah, it's kind of confusing because if you don't put the, if you don't like install the patch, which you cannot get on Steam, you have to get it off site, then Honey Pop does not have pornographic stuff either. So I don't know what's up with that. But anyway, I'll keep you guys posted. I'll keep an eye on this throughout the rest of the episode and let you know the breaking news as it, as it comes, as we get it in. Okay. Okay, Robert. Okay. Uh... Current gaming subcast. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. I've kind of been talking about this off and on for a little throughout the episode. Uh, Bravely Default is what I've been playing. Jay, hmm. you would absolutely love this game, I think. I, multiple people have told me that so far, actually. <laughs> you said, so you said Lisa's, Lisa's playing it yeah, now or she has played she, it? No, no, no. She's considering it. She's, she's on the verge of getting it. She was looking at it. Uh, okay. I think she would like it. I am loving this. This is... <laughs> This is one of the better RPGs I feel like I've played. Uh, and it, you, so it's a, it's a tip, it's a square, it's a square uh, Enix, right? I get, I get confused on what it is now. Sure, square right. Enix is what yeah. they, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's Square Enix. It's a Square Enix RPG. It's basically a Final Fantasy game. It just doesn't happen to have Final Fantasy in the title. Um, it's a four person party and it's not like, it's not like you choose who's in your party. It's the four characters that are in your party. And um, it uses the job system just like Final Fantasy Tactics. It's extremely similar as far as like the classes and jobs and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much like Final Fantasy Tactics. It's got uh, Time Mage, you know, White Mage, Black Mage, of course, Knight, uh, Thief, Summoner, all the stuff that we've been talking about. Uh, and then it's got like a lot of... Um, I've only unlocked like not quite half of them, but it's got like uh, kind of I, I think it's kind of kind of like a squire type class. It's called the uh, the freelancer. It's got one class called merchant, I believe, where you uh, basically do things with you can like throw money at people, or I think you can like pay people like pay bad guys to go away. I haven't used it much because money is actually a little bit scarce in this game, so I feel like it's not really a great class to use. Uh, it's got. Of course, monk. Which this is. I told you, I've I've actually been using the monk this time, just because it's so damn powerful. It's got uh, Valkyrie, which is sort of kind of like uh, dragoon, but I think there's also a dragoon class specifically. And uh, the way you um, so you have you pick a uh, like your you basically have you basically pick two jobs for your person. Is in fact, I can just got the game. It's freaking suspended on my 3ds right now i can just pull it up and look uh let's see it is okay job is your primary job and then after you equip a job you equip a job command which is basically your secondary job and you get all the skills from both of them as far as you've leveled it up on that character 
but the the difference is whichever one is your primary one that's what you that's like the one that affects your stats for that character and also that's okay. the one that's also the one that you level up while you're playing so you can only level one at a time and it's whichever one you have equipped as your as your primary job and uh so you might have one that you're kind of like primarily leveling so you can get like lots of, uh, you know, lots of cool abilities and that kind of stuff. And then like you have the other one that you might want to like level up some and then kind of like once you get the main abilities you want, stop leveling it back and switch back to the other one or kind of just do it sort of however you want to. And you, like I said, you only get the, the like the first one is what primarily affects that particular character's stats. So that's obviously pretty important as well. But aside from the the class system, which is done really well, it's uh it's also like a pretty challenging game. Like it is I have had very few instances where I'm in a situation where I'm just mashing X on like random encounters. Like you almost always have to think how you're going to through get through like most of the encounters that you're in. And you, That's intriguing. It is it is it I agree 100%. And that's kind of what has is what has kept me hooked on this game. For the first little bit for me, it was not like that actually because I got a uh, my uh, monk. I found like some hidden. There was like a hidden chest somewhere that I found, and he gave him some super powerful uh, bracers and like or gauntlets or whatever they call them in this game. And basically, every single encounter for like the first hour of the game, my monk would kill every single bad guy on the screen on his turn in the first Jeez. round of the fight. I was like, is this supposed to, I was like, am I going to have to turn up the, uh, like the difficulty? Cause you can change the difficulty as you're playing. But that was just because I sort of got lucky and, uh, and found that, 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 that item early on. But for the vast majority of the game, you, you really have to like actually be careful the way that you play through all the random encounters. And then like, what also makes it challenging is you have to, uh, like really be careful about how you use your 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 MP because you know say you've got <clears throat> a white mage or a black mage or whatever as you're going through uh you know a dungeon or like an area where you're leading up to a boss obviously the more spells you cast the lower your MP is going to get well ether you know of course which is what replenishes your your mind points or mana yep. points i always call them mind points mana points that it's extremely expensive and it's like sometimes even kind of hard to find. Like one bottle of ether costs as much as like a good weapon. So, and you don't get a bunch of money either in this game. So you really, so like in most Final Fantasy games and most RPGs, like you can just kind of like use spells however much you want and then just like take an ether whenever, you know, whenever you get low on mind points or mana points. God, I keep saying that. But uh, in this one, like you really have to be careful because because ether costs so much to buy that uh it's it is not plausible to just like cast spells all the time. So you kind of have to save your spells which also like kind of will affect your strategy for what your what what jobs you're going to equip because you're like you want you obviously want to have your mages because particularly when you get to the bosses they're the ones that are going to be doing like a whole bunch of damage, you know. But through but like until you get to the boss a lot of the times you might either have somebody who's going to be super powerful on the boss or maybe a little bit less powerful on the boss but you're also going to equip them with a job that can like do damage in the meantime without having to cast spells 
So like that's what I've done with my white mage, for instance, is I've uh, kind of given my 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 white my white mage right now, or for a lot of the game has been like a white mage slash thief. So that way they have a bow, and they're not using a, a rod or whatever it is. There's the rod and the staff, and I think the white mage might use the staff primarily. But I basically have a white mage that uses a bow because I need them to be able to do some sort of damage, you know, in the meantime. And my black mage, like, sometimes just doesn't do much because I'm just letting her sort of wait around and, and level up her black mage abilities and, like, saving most of her mana for when we get to the boss. So, like, every th- every single thing you kind of have to think about as you're playing this game, which I really, really, really appreciate. A lot of things that... The, the biggest thing that turns me off from a lot of RPGs is not having to, like, think about fights and it just being mindless. Like, just mash X to get through this random encounter mash X to get through this next random encounter. Sure. And, uh, bravely default is nothing like this. I've, I've had times where like I've needed to level up just to get through an area leading up to a boss. Cause I wasn't even strong enough to like fight all of That's the like, cool. random encounters. Yeah, I agree. I, I've, I'm having a ton of fun with this. It's challenging. I've had a few bosses that I've really gotten kind of stuck on. I've had to go level up a little bit. Uh, but it's not so difficult that, like, I feel like I just have to grind, you know? It's like, anytime I get to a point that's too hard, I uh, I feel like I can either sort of keep on trying through or level up, like, a little bit more and then and then just play really carefully. It's not it's never become, like, a, just a pure grind either. So it's, like, really well balanced in that sense. Oh, and also, last thing is, the difference, the only big difference that they have uh, job-wise on this one is that you know, in Final Fantasy Tactics, you get jobs from, like, leveling up other jobs, right? Isn't that how it works? Like, you level up a certain job yeah. so much, and then it opens up another yep. one? This one is yep. different. This one, you, uh, to get a new job, you defeat a certain boss that, that has that job. And some of them are, like, story bosses, so you'll get them no matter what. And I think, I, I feel like it's about half and half. About half of them are story bosses, and about half of them are optional bosses. So you can like, and it kind of shows you where you ha- where you can go on these optional quests and stuff, and that'll open up more jobs for you. So you can do that, and it's and it's and it's really fun to be like, oh, I bought, I just beat this boss. Let's see what new job that gives me. Uh, so yeah, super fun. I'm really really having a good time with Bravely Default. Cool. It's it is like I said, it's it's one of the most fun RPGs for me that I, that I've played ever. Yeah, I may pick it up at some point. I but knowing I, me, I probably won't. <laughs> you would like absolutely I really 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 think that you would just love this game really, really. alright Jay what you been playing <laughs> honestly nothing I've just oh, been no. doing Nuzlocke and playing a decent amount of Heroes a little bit of Heroes of Storm with people nothing I don't come I don't on you've been playing time. something come on dude you can watch my my stuff you know what I you know what I do can I you know me <laughs> I'm sorry I, I don't play a lot of, a lot of uh, new games I really don't Come on! I'm saying the last week I played Pokemon Silver. I played Heroes of the Storm. I played Heroes okay. of Magic Three. Well, Heroes of the Storm. What's wrong yeah, with it's, that? It's Heroes of the Storm. It's a casual game. It's just something easy to play with people. Okay. I've told you before. It's fun, but it's just it's just an easy game to just jump on and play with people. How's that going for you? All right. <laughs> I know you're trying to prompt me here, but there's not much to say. I've talked about the game before. It's it's you know it's a casual casual mobile. It's, it's it's good for what it is. What do you think of Bravely Default? I haven't played it yet. Are you going to? We'll see. Okay. Let us know when you do. <laughs> no, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, also, one last thing about it. It has really good music. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. 
All right. That is it, I believe, for this episode of the Classic Gaming Podcast. Reminder to everybody, our game of the quarter is 40 Winks for PlayStation 1. We will be uh, discussing this game at the end of June at some point. So just a little bit over about a month and a half away, a little bit less than a month and a half away. We will be talking about this game. Feel free to play it. Jay and I will both be playing it. We'll be talking about it on that episode. We'll announce it. The, the specific episode beforehand. But uh, if you want to play it as well and write in about it, I think that'd be really fun. I know that uh, some people are have already bought it. Jonathan tweeted at me, showing me his copy that he purchased so that he that's can play awesome. it and talk about it with us. Yeah, that's kind of our whole, that was kind of what we wanted. That was our whole point of doing this, so that we can talk about it and also so everybody else can as well. So if you want to join in on that, Again, we'll be doing that episode at the end of June, and we'll, we'll let you know specifically which episode beforehand. It is 40 Winks for PlayStation 1. Aside from that, leave us amazing reviews on iTunes. Tell all That's of your true. friends. Yeah, that, that is, is true. also true. It's also true to leave us, to tell us about, no, no, don't tell us about your friends. Tell your friends about us is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you got it. Um, send us emails to mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Send us about whatever you want. We will announce what our top five is going to be sometime uh, over the next week or so on Twitter. So make sure you follow us at Class Gamescast. You can follow me if you want. I'm at King Octavius. And uh, I think, Jay, anything else? Anything you want to say some goodbyes or uh, or anything yeah, else? Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening. We deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate it. It really... It really just turns us on. Oh, my. Thank I you. thought you were going to go somewhere, but I didn't think that's where you were going. I'll be honest with you. That's what she said. Thanks, guys. We'll <laughs> see you all in two weeks. <laughs>